Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, we've had great participation today, Al. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and people are making the uh, hotline dance. The Dr. Pepper call-in line, 877-710-ESPN, because I think they're as fired up about Cobra Kai. They're as fired up about old cell phones. We've had good stuff today. I'm not going to lie. We've had we've had good, solid stuff today about old TV shows and cell phones. Love the uh, in and out orders. People just in and out orders too. Yeah, yeah, just happen to get through the drive through and let us know while they're waiting in line. Hey, this is what I got coming up. (laughs) I don't know if we attract the in and out crowd or whether it's just everybody is an in and out person. Everybody (laughs) is an in and out person. I'm not kidding. I mean, just think about that. Like, there's the. You know, nobody's calling in and saying they're going through a Del Taco or something along those lines. It <laughs> seems like everybody just in and out is uh, it's uh, it, it's what everybody's familiar with. Don't sleep on the Del Taco fries. You you said that like you were just dismissing that as not an, a solid option. It's a very solid option. Yeah, no, I know. Everybody goes to Del Taco for their fries. Everybody <laughs> knows, uh, knows knows them very well. I left you guys hanging in Factor Cap. I had to tell you about my parents' first trip to In-N-Out. Oh yeah. So I, oh, my whole family, I have four sisters. I have three sisters. My parents, and so we had to go to In-N-Out. And one, I told them it's going to be a little bit of time before they return because it's a very popular place. It takes a little bit of time to get your food. It's great. But then I had to explain to them like what animal style was, what all these different things. It was it was literally like forty minutes longer of discussion of what they could get. <laughs> Then just I'm, I should have just been like just get a cheeseburger and get yeah. on with it. Also, my mom, my one sister doesn't eat red meat, and okay. so uh, <laughs> she got a uh, a veggie burger and she didn't realize there's no patty. It's, it's just, just the cheese bread and the veggies and the toppings. And so she got it and she was just like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> <laughs> so they but they all really enjoyed it. They they thought it was great. So good reviews from the Hebel family, but uh, maybe not as much for the veggie burger. <laughs> Well, it's almost like you have to – there's like an introduction to it, right? You need to just start off with the classic, right? You just here's a double-double, and then we can modify accordingly. That if you – you know, maybe you're not a tomato person or something, we can pull that off. But to go deep into the secret menu right out of – you know, to say, well, there's the Flying Dutchman, there's the Animal Style, there's the Chopped Chilies. That's a lot of information you're it's dumping a, on them at once. It's a California roll for sushi. You just got to go, like, <laughs> yes. you know, just a very simple little – uh, basically avocado and rice and <laughs> right. call it a and, day to get things started. And fake started. crab. And fake <laughs> crab. <laughs> crab imitation. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way, sign me up. Not I'll bad. eat some of that <laughs> fake crab. Not it's not bad. the end of the world. Had it before, I'll have it again. Absolutely. I want to go back to something you said, Al, because you, you kind of said it dismissively and it offended me a little bit. Can I okay. be honest with you a little bit? Sure. You said, oh, yeah, because everybody's going to Del Taco to get the fries. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the Del Taco fries? Do not. See, this is why your food stuff is always taken with a little bit of a foot on the brake with me because Del Taco's fries are very specific to Del Taco. They have crinkle cuts, and they are heavily, heavily salted. So while it may be a Mexican restaurant in the sense that it's Del Taco, do not dismiss their fries as easily as you did. Uh, first, let's not call it a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> what is it, then? 
I, I, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> um, no, I've never had. Food? I've never had Del Taco fries. Really, that you, they, these yes. kind of stand out. They're really, really good. Yeah, it's very good. random that you would say that, so I'm assuming that well, they do stand like, out. Like I've said before, I've done the research. Yeah. I've, yep. I've, I've been around the block a few times on the, and they're fat. They're they thicker, pretty good. Yeah, and they're pretty crinkled, good. And they for whatever I don't know if it's like by order or just the one that I happen to hit occasionally. They go heavy on the salt. It's they're just they're wonderful. Highly recommend. Yeah, yes, I can second that too, Trev. Yeah, you're on them, Taylor. You yeah. like them too? With so the chili, can. chili on top. Yeah, well, some yeah, chili sure. cheddar on these. There's yeah. uh, what else we got here. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Trust me, Al. I, I'm not going to steer you wrong on food things very often. You, no, you can I, trust I, me I, on this. I trust you on that. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right. This day in 2005, this is good news if you're a USC fan. That was the day that USC lit up Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl. They won the game 55-19. to Fast forward one year later, that year in 2006 – Arguably the greatest college football game ever played, USC and Stanford at the Rose Bowl for the national championship. You got Vince Young putting on a performance for the ages. You've got a USC team that's got, I don't know, 55 NFL players on it. You've got Reggie Bush ladder uh, <laughs> yes. throwing a, a, a lateral for no reason at no all. No reason. The yep. two like a, a halfback in the middle of the open field. What that are was... you doing? <laughs> it, I, it's funny you say that, Al, because yeah. when you said Reggie Bush, you know the first thing that came into my mind was? What? when they went for it on fourth down mm-hmm. and Reggie Bush wasn't even on the field. Remember they gave it to Lendell White? Of course. The, you know, the yep. A-gap right there. Mm-hmm. And I, I, did, I like the call. I like the aggressiveness, everything. But you got to have Reggie on the field. And Decoy. Then of course, Use him, it, of course, yeah. At, fast at, forward at about five minutes after that, it's he's going for the corner. He's got it. One of the mm-hmm. great calls from Keith Jackson. It was just an amazing moment. And that's the game, if I remember right, that you walked out on at halftime or whatever it was. No, 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 not this game. I, I walked. Uh, I think I said earlier is the Rams Chiefs game. I was only. I was just getting out of college in that uh, in that game, so I wasn't there. Remember the Rams Chiefs Monday Night Football game? Of course, fifty four to fifty one. That's that's the one that I. Oh, took you off, left the uh, greatest Monday Night Football game of all time, not the greatest left, college football game of all time. <laughs> I left fourth quarter. I think maybe ended the third in that one, um, but not this one. No, no, this one. It, it's funny. A game like this. I would have stayed for because it's a game like that. If we're What's the difference? Regular season. Oh, okay. It's not a postseason or anything like that. No, not that big of a deal. It was I, – I, I've been to a million Rose Bowls. I'll, yep. I hope to go to a million more. No, it's, it's, it's one of the most memorable – that, that one play with Vince Young running is one of the most memorable plays in sports just because it was the hype behind it. Obviously, the, the squad that you mentioned SC had – um, and it was just a fantastic game. It came down to the wire, and the fact that you were there, that's that's as cool it, as it gets. It was amazing, it, and it's the only time I've ever watched. Every, you watch a basketball game, this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Once in a blue moon, you'll see it happen in a baseball game where somebody like Mike Trout or Mookie Betts will just take over a game and just win it single-handedly. I had never seen a football game where one player was just like, just everyone else just get out of my way, I'm going to do it myself. And that's what Vince Young – and that Texas team was loaded. They had a bunch of really good players too. But every time they'd break the huddle, it would be Vince Young throwing a strike 20 yards down the field. Or if somebody was covered, says, I'll just run yeah, it and pick right. up 20. Yep. There, it, there was, I've never seen where there's no answer for one guy for four quarters. He was absolutely extraordinary. And imagine that too. In that moment, that game ends. Mm-hmm. Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Vince Young, Lendell White, all of these unbelievable players – 
and really not one of them had a significant impact in the NFL. It's hard to imagine that all those great players and not one of them really popped the way we thought they would. Yeah, and, and you know the fact that you thought that was the game that I was at that I left early is pretty significant difference. <laughs> oh, like a twelve-year gap. Well, there's so many things you leave early. You left that. You left the Monday night football game early. You left San Diego State, Utah State early. I get them. It's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, the San Diego State, Utah deserved uh, Utah State. <laughs> wasn't even Utah. It was Utah, yeah, Utah State. It's the Aggies. They're, they're white the and Aggies. blue. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, quite a powerhouse. Paul in Granada Hills has takes on uh, Del Taco. Paul, what's going on? What's going on, Travis? How you doing? All right. All right, yeah. Del Taco is not Mexican food. It is American food made with Mexican flavors, but it is not Mexican food. I the agree with you. Awesome. Yeah, he, he called it. He called it a Mexican restaurant as well, if he was at like one of the you know the the like, the most authentic establishments. It's in not Los Angeles. El Cholo, okay? It's 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 not that. It's not Guisados or or one of these. Authentic and the greatest places. part is the best part of the menu was the fries. That's <laughs> well, the, you heard what Paul said at the very end. He goes, "It's not Mexican food. It's American food with Mexican flavors." And by the way, the fries are awesome. So <laughs> see the the, the, awesome. the, fr- the fry thing is unanimous. I don't okay. Christian Gonzalez, right. Christian Gonzalez on Twitter. How dare Travis disrespect Mexican cuisine <laughs> and culture by calling Del Taco a Mexican restaurant? Okay, you, all of you are right. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing. I don't know to what take, to call it. That's what. That's my question. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to call it then? You're right. It's not a Mexican restaurant in the traditional sense of the word. But mm. what would you like me to call it instead? Like Del Tex-Mex? Taco is a what? Fast food chain. That's a, but that's chain. not specific enough. No, it's a fast food chain. But it's not McDonald's. It's not. It's not Jack in the Box. It's different. Okay, so and it kind of is Jack in the Box now. I think Jack in the Box just bought them. They that's did. It. Yeah. Okay. If we're if we're talking Panda Express, what do you say? Chinese food. Sure. Okay, which is fair. You can say that, but you the way you kind of explained it is the equivalent of me saying, you know, I'm trying to think of an example like it was a. Like a Chinese restaurant, authentic, uh, straight out of uh, you know what I mean. Like the, no, the way you described it was, degrees. it just sounded too authentic. For <laughs> I wasn't, I, I wasn't saying that the recipes at Del Taco were brought over from Mexico in the 1400s and they've been using them for 500 years. Okay, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a Mexican restaurant fast food chain. I don't know what else you want me to call you it. You made it sound like Buca de Beppo is originally. Started in Sicily. That's, that's what you made it sound like. That's the best description I could give. I, look, I regret my phrasing, but I don't know if there is better phrasing. How about you owned that? up to it. That's what I, I appreciate. You're, you're you right. And, and the second it came out of my mouth, I'm like, well, it's nine really turnovers. Not that, you own up to it. <laughs> exactly. I am. I am not going to be the Russell Westbrook of uh, fast food. Reviewing. Own up to it. Let's try another call here. John in Inglewood. This can't be right. John in Inglewood. You're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Well, you guys are talking about Del Taco, In-N-Out. I used to work at In-N-Out in the mid-'80s. And you know what? I don't think that the restaurant types will do this now. But if you go to the old ones, the old In-N-Outs, they may do it. We used to get guys coming in on Saturday nights ordering a 16 by 16. And what we would do is you would get those, those white boxes. They'll put the burgers in. Sure. You put the top of the bun on the left side. You put everything in between, and you put the bottom side on the other side of the box, and you get two forks, and there's your 16, 16 by 16. So it can be done, but people don't think that we'll do that. We would do things like that. We would even get even get 
Hey, check this out. A guy will come in, get, have an order of fries, oiled. You, you know, because you would see them shake it. No, you don't shake it. You just throw it right into the towel, from the towel into the boat, no shaking, the oil's on it, and the guy will eat it with soaked in oil, crispy oh. but oiled. And one more thing. <laughs> order a chocolate shake with extra chocolate. What, what I would do is I pour you your chocolate shake three-quarters of the way, turn off the machine, pull the lever, and all you get from there is just the chocolate. And then you fill it up, then you turn the machine back on, and you got to wait five minutes or so before the machine to get back into a cycle again. So little tidbits, you guys might want to try it, the old in and out because you would get some crazy orders like that. John, I'm going to need your cell phone number because you and I have to have some private conversations. This is this is something that I need more information on. Al, he, he knows things. Thank you for the call, John. Uh, he knows things that I need to know. Yeah, you were looking at, you know, you were so, I don't know, like, how to describe You were so focused. There was so much, uh, there was your Intent. eyes, the way, yeah, there was, I don't even know where you were looking into. You were very, very interested in every word coming out of his mouth. All right, more more Del Taco and In-N-Out chat. I know that's why people come to us, Al, for all the important things. I'm just glad that everybody's backing me up on the fries thing right there. Plus, of course, the Rams getting ready to take on the 49ers this weekend. How are we feeling about Matthew Stafford? And what is the equivalent of a full season? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Two things listening to that, Al. Um, you have not been back to SoFi since you poisoned the place against Tennessee. It's finally disappeared. So we're all in the agreement that you're not coming on Sunday and that you're not coming to any potential SoFi playoff games. We're good. I'm just waiting for the playoffs. Does <laughs> it come in with your bad juju and just spread it all over the place? Just playoff games. Okay, good. Glad we got that squared away. Be less worried about me and be more worried about uh, uh, your boy throwing uh, turnovers. Yeah, it's okay. He's like he's top four in touchdowns, yards, <laughs> yeah, crazy is this stat. completion percentage, yep. and quarterback rating. Top four, okay, and top two in a lot of these things. He's 29th in picks. How the hell is that? How, how do those go together? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I have, I, I have a theory on this that I want to get to in one second, but this goes to the front of the line. Crenshaw and Byron. Byron, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Byron? Oh, we just lost Byron. All right. Um, we'll come back to that in a second. So here's my theory. Mm-hmm. The Rams made a deal in the offseason to send Jared Goff to Detroit in exchange for Matt Stafford and a couple of first-round picks because they were trying to eliminate the following scenario. The scenario being we can't go into the playoffs where the entire thing is going to hinge on which version of our quarterback shows up. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't have it where if he's pretty good, we can beat anybody. But if he's the guy that just has one of those days, we're cooked. They, they, they lived that life for a few seasons, and they couldn't do it anymore. We need too somebody risky. that – Too the, risky. The, 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 
usually the Super Bowl teams, their quarterback is pretty you know, consistent. We, we know what we're going to get from <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So they make the deal. Everybody's very excited about it. Well, we've played 16 games, which is the equivalent of a full season, except for this season. We've got one more to go, and we're in the exact same place. We are in the exact – the Rams are 12-4, and four, which by any measure is an extraordinary NFL record. Three of those four losses are a direct result of them having a quarterback that couldn't stop throwing it to the wrong team. And we're going into the playoffs – out with the exact same question. Now, I feel better about the potential answer, but the question's exactly the same. Which version of the quarterback are we going to get when we get to the playoffs? And I don't know. Chav, you remember when we, we had this conversation early in the season, um, Rams got off to a good start, and, you know, there was kind of always this, yeah, but, you know, it really doesn't matter right now. That doesn't mean that you and I were downplaying the regular season. No, no, this is all part of the journey, right? you got to have – as best as you can, you got to set yourself up to when you get to the postseason and maybe you can run through SoFi, make sure you win the division. Rams, they're in control of their own destiny. They sure. can have the number two seed uh, after this week. We could be sitting here on Monday talking about how they're the number two seed. Um, yes, they didn't have the best record in the NFC, but damn, they were right there. And they could be in a position where they're able to have a game or two at SoFi Stadium, see what happens with the Packers, and try to get to uh, try to get back to the Super Bowl. But I think what you just said, this is kind of the issue or the problem. I don't know how much more comfortable you are. I mean, here's the reality. If you said there's a playoff game coming up and you want Jared Goff or you want Matthew Stafford, um, I, I think most people would take Matthew Stafford and they take sure. their chances with that. But the problem is, like you mentioned, not much has really changed from you have a quarterback that if he has a really good game, you got a great shot of winning the game. Now, he's had two games in a row where he's had three turnovers and they still found a way to win, but I think it's safe to say. I don't think anybody's going to argue with this. You do that in the postseason, it's a wrap. Like that's, course, there's, yeah. It just doesn't happen. That, that's, that's not how the NFL works. The playoff teams are too good. And in a baseball game, if you got three errors, you're going to probably lose that game. If you're in the NBA and you have 20 turnovers, you're probably going to lose that game. It's going to be the same thing in the NFL. Yeah, the the difference is the ceiling on your new guy is a lot higher than your ceiling Agreed. on your old guy. But yep. the, but the floor feels oddly familiar. It, it really does. And, look, this is coming from me who watched every pass that Jared Goff had thrown, and I've got the scars to see it, but – you look at you, you look at the four losses they have. Other than the Arizona one, the other three are like, yeah, he threw the ball to the wrong team way too many times. And they've gotten away with it a few times, but it it does feel oddly similar. That after all of this, all of this news and everything else we've gone through, we're right back where we were. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. Yep, right back to the front. Byron and Crenshaw. Byron, what's going on today? Can you hear me now? Yep, we got you. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Real quick, Del Taco is, should be listed as a Mexican fast food, just like Taco Bell, except Del Taco is a little bit healthier. They'll bend over backwards to not put salt on it. And those fries Travis is talking about, those fries um, are delicious. I think LA Times did a, a, a contest last year, a survey last year, and somehow or another, those fries ended up number two under five guys. I disagree with that. But it's way better than McDonald's. You let McDonald's fries go cold and reheat, you got a hard, chunky he, fries. He's got the name. You let Byron, Byron you got the name. Go. Yeah, uh, Mexican fast food. That's that's perfect. It, it right? is perfect. But first that's, of all, Byron, all gotta... I, I'm I'm unfamiliar with the need to reheat French fries. It's never been an experience I've ever encountered in my everyday existence. There. No, you had I, you had you had a moment. 
Remember that moment? Everybody will. What was it around the summertime where you started eating like half a burger and? Oh yeah, but the fries don't things. reheat. You can reheat the burger. That that will survive. But reheated French fries, regardless of the fries. I'm just glad that everybody here has my back, Tell Al, to come in and say that say, hey, Al, Trav's right about the fries. You need. You should. You got two things you got to do today. Three. You got to do the Laker game, but that's later. It's like what you say, ten forty-five tip. So the Lakers play at ten forty-five. Game show tonight. starts at nine thirty. <laughs> But the two, th- you got to watch episode two, season four of Karate uh, of Cobra Kai. Yep, and, and you got to go get yourself a, an order of Del Taco French fries. Those are the pretty things sure you that, need to do. Pretty today. sure the second part's not going to happen. Well, there's three parts. Well, the second part, the being third Karate part. Kid. Why no, no, the, the third part? Why? I don't think it's. I don't think I'm sold on them. I trust Every you. person that's called has said Trav is right. Taylor said Trav is right. Every caller is saying you're right about the fries, Trav. What did you say? What did you say when when somebody like tells you to do something, then you just kind of feel more. Oh, if that's why you're doing do it, it, I respect that. If you're just doing it just to be the guy that says no, I can respect that. I will. I'm good. happy to drive by a Del Taco and and not <laughs> not go in there. I'm happy just, to get a different item at Del Taco. I just don't that, want to get the fries. I'm that's just what not you in do. The mood right now. You go in, you order something, but intentionally don't get the fries. Take a picture and post it on Twitter. Let's go to Ventura this time. And Brian, Brian, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's up? Is a quick question. Uh, there was a caller you had earlier that mentioned he was at the drive-through in and out, but he refused to get the fries. I believe my question was anyone who likes fast food, and I never take people's opinions seriously when they say this that they don't like the fries. If you ever go to In and Out and you're in the drive-through, they have a big glass. You can see all the workers in there working and all that going on. They literally get a potato, they wash it, and they slam it through the machine right in front of your face. How much more fresh of an item do you want? So how can you not like that with such high-quality fry? I never understood that. But that's Pre- one oh, point so I want to make. That's so true. My- <laughs> that's so true. Like, here they are literally showing you the entire process of making the fry, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good point. It's, and I think some people who don't like In-N-Out fries – Trav, I think it's almost like too fresh for them. Like I don't know yeah, what the hell. Well, it's McDonald's just a potato, hot yet. oil, and salt. It's right. that's all that's in it. There's nothing else. It's just those three. There's things. no chemicals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no preservatives. They, they in this almost thing. want to like spray to do? it down with some type of chemical, and they're like, "Oh yeah, now it's now this is right." Ah, fries. What else you got, Brian? Oh, we lost Brian. He's I gone. thought he had. I saw something he wanted to talk about. Uh, should, I'll, I'm gonna let you decide here. Do we want to take a call that says they want to give you a compliment or not? That's up to you. <laughs> of course I'd want to do it. Long Beach and Patrick. Patrick, you're on with uh, Sliwa. What's up? I actually got three points if you guys don't mind. I'll start with Alan. I thought when you were doing the color at the Laker game, you were almost too good. I thought you did a great job. And what I mean by too good is you know too much about the Lakers to be the color guy. It's like you almost needed to be doing John spot and have like Michael with you. I, I thought you were really good. I appreciate that. I'll make sure um, to number, grab them a water two, next time that I'm doing it. Number two, uh, Del Taco fries. Don't get them on their own, Alan. Get a combo burrito, open it up, put some Del Scorcho, and put the fries on the inside. That I like. Then, it's, now, then the fries are good. Now we're putting it all together. That I like. I'm okay and, with that. And the third, the third point is, you know, you guys are L, uh, L.A. radio, and, and you're, you've become a fixture now. And LAFC, who I think you guys have been to the games, it's like an amazing in-game experience. It's, it's it is. nothing like it in L.A. But that being said, they've been doing a fire sale the last like two years, going down and down and down. And they just hired a new coach, a guy named Steve Turundolo, 
who was, and I'm going to put this in, try and it'd be like hiring your G League coach to take over for Frank Vogel, except in the G League, he was the worst coach in the entire G League. They just hired a guy <laughs> from the USL who won, I think, six games out of 32. And, and we're supposed to believe that, like, they care about winning. And as a season ticket holder since day one, it, it's, I feel like I put my eggs in the wrong basket and I'm, like, too embarrassed to give them up. Okay, I want to get to all these things. Patrick, thank you. I love the idea about the Del Scorcho into the burrito with the fries. Well done. You know what you're doing. Listen to Patrick when he talks about these things. Um, going back to Al as the color commentator on the game. Uh, which game did you do? Which, which was the game that you Christmas. called? Christmas. Christmas. So you Nets. did the Nets game. Yeah. Okay. I have not, I've had a bunch of people reach out to me and tell me that you did a great job. I have not had one person reach out to me and say, what the hell was he doing there? You So – while you're not going to go out of your way to give yourself a compliment, while you're not going to you're going to deflect what he was saying right there, everything I've heard coming back has been very positive. So I I'm not going to lie. On Christmas, I was not listening to the broadcast. I was watching it on TV. But good job on you for doing that. And then lastly, when he's talking about LAFC, he's right. There's nothing quite like going into the bank in one of those games. And it, you, you and I and Emily were all at that game, and it was super fun, and it was a great environment, and he's right. The in-game uh, operation is great. I don't know enough about the team to yeah, comment on what he's talking about with the coach. I do I trust know this. Him. The coach they had before, Bob Bradley, he's like one of five soccer people I know. So I know that there's something to be said for that. The new guy, I don't know him. If he's saying he's you know unqualified, I'll take his word for it. I just don't know what it's like. But uh, – those games at the bank, those things are fantastic. Those things are awesome. That's uh, by the way, that's one that you know we said bucket list, and I said I want to go to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I also want to get thrown into a game of like Liverpool and Arsenal in the middle of wherever the hell they play. I'm down for one of those two. That's Liverpool another bucket list or one. Arsenal, those are the places. <laughs> Arsenal's not a city. I know Liverpool is. Maybe they play in Liverpool. Or I don't maybe know. Man City. Go to one <laughs> of those games. Manchester. That's where they play. There's there's a lot of. I want to do that. I want to go to the Masters. That's still something I haven't done. And I want to go to the Indy 500. Those are like the the real bucket list things that I do. North Carolina. Let me get one of those. Two. That'd be good too. Yeah. That that that's that would have been better 30 years ago because right now I don't know a single player on either that's team. That's true too. But but, but yeah. you're right. The environment of the Dean Dome, the environment of of uh, you know Cameron Indoor, that would be really really cool. All right, we got more phone calls that we need to get to as well, and uh, some MVP odds in the NBA are out, and LeBron is getting deeply respected. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So you said you're not going to do number three. Look how far back you're sitting right now. I can't you want to see, see here? Hold on. I can't, I'm, I'm I not going to move. I literally gonna, can't even look, see you. Look, hold on. I'm going to tip the camera down. Can you see what I've got going here? I got my foot up against the wall, too. 
<laughs> so I'm chilling. I'm well, having no, a good day listen, today. This is hour three, <laughs> right? That's that's sure. what we said in the past. Hour three, because you. This is literally how you were. This is what I could see of you when the segment started. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relaxed. Right. I'm having a good time. <laughs> like you look like you're laying down on your bed. I, I literally this is better you were laying when... down. <laughs> you were laying down. So here's here's what I need to know for you because we started the show today and okay, I got to wanna... read a tweet too. So okay, I want to start the show tomorrow kind of the same way. Okay. I want to start with a recap of season four, episode two of Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm going to do it. It's just up to you whether or not you want to participate or whether you want to get spoilers. Because either way, I'm coming out of the gates firing tomorrow. No, I'll make it happen. We got some time here. Uh, Dink Williams on Twitter. This looks like a Wikipedia. Del Taco Restaurants Incorporated is an American fast food restaurant chain which specializes in American style Mexican cuisine as well as American food, such as burgers, fries, and shakes. That's that works. probably the, yeah. the right right but, description? Okay. okay, no, that I is the I love that the CEO is John D. Capasola. <laughs> Why is there not like a stromboli on the menu or something? Some some sort of a lasagna or some sort John of Italian John D. Capasola is right running up. the Del Taco American-style Mexican cuisine. Okay, but when we're having a discussion, well, Al, you know, the Del Taco fries, it's an American-style Mexican cuisine with other fare like burgers, fries, and shake. doesn't really roll off the tongue the way I need it to. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, when you're in the, the moment like there. Crypto.com arena. What's going on in uh, Santa Barbara? We're blowing up in Santa Barbara. we got multiple Santa Barbara phone calls. Start with Aaron in Santa Barbara. Aaron, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Aaron. All right, you lose, Aaron. Let's go to Curtis in Santa Barbara. Curtis, Pick you it are up on a notch, Santa Barbara. What the hell is going Curtis. on here? Be there for me. Hello, hello. Hey, Curtis. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, the other caller had it right. It's all about the Del Scorcho. You always add the fries to something else. And I got an offer for Sliwa, because since we know how you feel about the Chargers, we got an invitation to join the nation for this weekend. What you say, buddy? I'm in, bro. Listen, listen <laughs> here's the thing. I can't physically be there because the Lakers are going to have a game at the exact same time. Of course they are. They flex that game. But, uh, oh, you know, I, there's no hesitation. We're going for the Rays. Where's the silver and black? I, I, tell me where I go throw the jersey on. I'm good to go. I'm, I'm ready to go. You, you, okay, let, let's, let's think this through. And yeah. Curtis, I don't know if you still there. Are any other Raider fans that want to get in on this? If you're going to go full Raider Nation for Sunday to root against the Chargers, you got to go jersey. Are we going current player? Are we going like Hunter Renfro, Derek Carr? Like what? What are we doing? No, 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 Kirk Morrison. No, 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 Kirk Morrison. Jack Tatum. Jack Tatum, baby. Oh, Jack Tatum's great, right? The what? Jack Tatum was the assassin, right? Wasn't that his nickname? He was fantastic. But Al, I like your idea. You're right. You got to go, Kirk. Right? Let's he go, Kirk. Float you a jersey. Dude's a San Diego State guy too. I mean, we're all good. It's Kirk Morrison. What, is, what should he do, Curtis? If it's not Kirk or if it's not Kirk Morrison or Jack Tatum, you got another you want to go like Lyle Alzado or Jim Plunkett? What are we doing? Oh man, I don't know. I might have to go back to Gannon. Classic. I'm okay oh, with MVP? that. Yeah, is, I'm okay he, with that. You're gonna go hat. You're gonna get the sticker. Because here's the thing. Thanks for the call, Curtis. Appreciate it. And uh, go Gauchos. Go Santa Barbara. By the um, way, the following week, if they're playing the Titans, I'm ready to throw on a, a, a Tennessee jersey. On. Yeah. Where's my Eddie George jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Always, been <laughs> Eddie George <laughs> Always been an Eddie George fan. Always been an Eddie George fan. 
you know, there's never been anything in my life that's been as important to me as being a Frank Wycheck jersey owner. And I've just decided that this is the week that I'm going to break it out. I'm going to go go all in right now. That should be your deal. You should have a jersey for every team in the NFL, yeah. 31 yep. jerseys yep. for whoever happens to be playing the Chargers. Jamarcus Russell, that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Russell. I'm going to get a Russell no, jersey for the Raiders. If you got a game, like a game-style Jamarcus Russell jersey, you could fit 11 Alan Sliwas in it. That's true. <laughs> Because Jamarcus is a pretty big guy and not the fittest man in the world. And you are not, you know, you're not 6'5", 400 pounds like Jamarcus Russell. You'd have to get a few of your uh, brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews and by the everyone way, else to fill it up. By the way, you a little worried about this weekend? A little Rams-Niners action? Am I worried about this weekend? Yeah. Um, moderately. I, I'm much more worried about what may happen if they have to play each other in the postseason. Yeah. Because, look. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You, you've probably experienced this, whether it's a personal thing or a team thing or whatever it is. There always seems to be somebody that has your number, right? And I, I remember, and this is not name dropping, but I'm going to drop a pretty big name right here. I was having a conversation with Nolan Ryan one time. Highlight one of highlights of my life. Never we're drinking, we're drinking beers at Round Rock Stadium after an it's event awesome. we did. It was yep. incredible. Mm-hmm. And and I asked him a question. I said, hey. Was there ever somebody that just wore you out, that just just demolished you every time you faced him? And I'm expecting him to say, you know, Willie McCovey or, yep. or you know, Joe Morgan or some, sure. you know, some Hall of Fame player. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Mark Belanger. And I said, what? Like the, the shortstop from the Giants? That Mark Belanger? He's like, yeah. I said, wasn't he like a 215 lifetime hitter? He goes, yeah, him. He goes, I couldn't get him out. Every time that I'd face him, he would just barrel the ball up. I can't, and he, he was so funny. He goes, I'm telling myself – I can't get Mark Belanger out. This is my lot in life. But I think it speaks to the Niners and the Rams. The Rams over the last five years have been far more successful. By the way, this happens in every sport. Every sport. This happens in, you know, whatever your favorite team is. I think I even asked you this earlier. I said, okay, when you're growing up the Dodgers, who was a team that you just felt like every time you played them you couldn't beat? What did you say? The Reds. You said Cincinnati. Right? And, and and they could beat them, but the Reds would always give them far. First of all, the Reds of the seventies were fantastic, big red machine. They were one of the great teams. But even when the Dodgers continued to play at a high level, and the Reds kind of regressed a little bit, the Reds always gave the Dodgers a hard time. Every time I see them, the Reds haven't been good in a long time. Every time I see the Reds, I'm like these guys. It just it never goes away. Yeah, and, and the reason why I bring that up is because, like you're saying, the the struggles that the Rams have always had with the Niners almost becomes mental, right? Like it's not even – it comes a point where Nolan Ryan wasn't looking at the, the batter like anybody else. He knows exactly who he's, you know, who he's going up against. He knows the history. I almost feel like that's the same thing with the Rams, that they have this history with the 49ers at least. How many have they lost in a row? Five now? Five. They've lost five in a row to the Niners – um, and they could very well. You mentioned this earlier. They could very well play against each other potentially. Yeah, I mean, if, it's, stuff's got to break happen. the right yep. way, but it's but not it could impossible. Happen. Sure, it could happen. But if you're the Niners, you know, you also have some swag to, you know, here you are going on the road playing a 12 and 4 team in the division. You probably have more swag than you should have because you've had this success in the past against them. Yeah, I. The, the problem with the Niners and the Rams are, and the reason it gives me pause, for instance. If the Rams went to Green Bay for the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game, which is if the seedings hold, that's what it would be. If everybody wins out, if the higher seed wins all these games, yep. the Rams will go to Green Bay, play in Lambeau Field, winner goes to the Super Bowl back at SoFi. I'd feel pretty good about that. 
because I, I, I think that the Rams have enough talent. I think that the Rams game plan, and I think that the Green Bay uh, game plan lines up pretty well for the Rams. They can beat the Rams, they, but the Packers can lose to the Rams. The game plan that the 49ers put together is a game plan that I have not seen the Rams be able to crack. Smash mouth football, run the ball down your throat, be physical. Short, quick passes from the quarterback. The ball's out. Before even even Aaron Donald can't get there in half a second. Sure. Even Vaughn Miller can't get there in a half a second. That the ball's out so quick, they don't have an answer for Debo Samuel. That you know, Kittle is one of the when they put Ramsey on him, they got an answer there, but they just don't match up really well for what the Niners do do well. That's the one team that just hmm. – it's one of those things. My best pitch is a fastball, and this guy crushes fastballs. Mm-hmm. Do I not throw it? But it's not my – you just kind of go into that thing, and I just – look, Sean McVay is a really smart guy. That he hasn't cracked that code in five games, I, there's, there's something there. Yeah, and I think it's going to tell a story, too, of going into the playoffs, right, going into the postseason of – um, the Rams going to be on a six-game winning streak? Are they going to, you know, be one of the more dangerous teams coming into the playoffs, or will we start saying, well, okay, let's look at how they won those games. Those last two that they won, they had six turnovers, and then they lost to the 49ers. Will they be limping in, or will they kind of be going into the team with as much momentum as any other spot out there? I'm gonna be honest, Al. I hadn't even thought of it like that. That that did not. You just ruined the rest of my day. I want you Why? to know that. Why? Because what? Because you're like, is this a team that's had six turnovers in its last two games and then got beat by the Niners for the sixth consecutive time? Yeah. Who just kind of fools gold going into the playoffs, or is it? Hey, look, we. Uh, we didn't play well, but we still found a way to win. Everything is all right. I hadn't even kind of put those two things together. But I, I think it's reality, right? I mean, you know, how, you're how right. You, That's why I hate it. Yeah, how, how can you not, you know, these last two games that they won, listen, give them credit. You said this. It's not easy to win in the NFL. It's not, no. You won 12 games. You're 12-4. and four. It's not easy to do. You, that That's not by accident. Um, that's not by luck. You had to do a lot right. But towards the end of the season, you want to be playing at your best, kind of the most crisp, and that hasn't been the case specifically for their quarterback and obviously for the Rams. Cooper Cup said something that you are absolutely going to love, Slee. That's next in the dump. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. But this, Al, so Cooper Cup has a chance to break a couple of different receiving records this weekend. Um, it could be catches in a season. It could also be yardage in a season. Um, but he said something that I know you will really, really like, which is, that he's doing it in 17 games needs to be noted, that every season up until this point has been done in 16 games until they were done in 14 games. But you like that idea that he's going out of his way to separate those two things. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Uh, listen, we brought it up, and it's 
by the way, that's it's it's okay to bring it up. It, it, what he's what he's doing through sixteen games is unbelievable. It's fantastic. It's ridiculous. How many times? How many different times? You know, you've been making a case here. Why isn't Cooper Cup? Why isn't his name brought up for MVP consideration? Why isn't he brought up when you say best wide receivers in the NFL? How is he not one of the first um, one of the first wide receivers that you bring up? But the fact that Cooper Cup is the one going out of his way and saying, look, I, I'm going to probably break some records here, but let me go out of my way to make sure that people understand I had an extra game to do it. That's that. That's not coming from somebody else. That's that's coming from Cooper Cup. So I, I respect it more because this is somebody that is going out of his way to address that. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I, what I don't get, though, is – put it to you this way. The single-season catch record right now is Michael Thomas from the Saints. The single-season yardage record is Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, those were done in 16-game seasons. Somebody else had the record prior to that that was done in a 14-game season. The NFL only played 14 games at one point, and then they advanced to 16 games. And we don't say that, well, the real record was the one done in 14. It's just it's the new normal, right? It's the new amount of games that we play in the NFL. No one in a season – has caught more balls or for more yards than Cooper Cup or Calvin Johnson. I just it feels like we're kind of shortchanging these guys by qualifying these because the rules change, the formats change, the amount of games change. I just think it's an, he's going to be the record holder, whether it's in 14, 16, or 17. I understand there's a difference, but it's still the record. The reality is it's the first year that you've had 17 games, so you're going to address it this year. And it will become less and less of a conversation in two years from now, five years from now. Um, you know, if one day uh, there was a time in the NBA where there wasn't a three-pointer. So it, it is what it is, right? But it just when it first happens, it's addressed. I think it's going to be addressed less and less. And you know what's funny? The further we go through this stuff, and it's, football, it never really has mattered. In basketball, we know that Kareem has the most points ever. LeBron's kind of on his way to tracking him down. But baseball is really the only sport that we get super invested in these records and the numbers specifically yeah, and what true. they are. That football's not really like that. All right, this is uh, this may only matter to me. I don't know if you care about this at all, but Fanatics has acquired Tops, the maker of baseball cards. Right, Tops has been the de facto brand going all the way back to like the fifties, and now Fanatics bought Tops. Mm. I still need my baseball cards to say Tops on them at some point. Uh, do, do you still have cards? I have a few. I think I, you told me. Yeah, one of the one of my pandemic related activities was purging all of my old baseball cards. So I went from having tens of thousands of them to having a few hundred. So I got rid of most of them. So how come everybody all of a sudden, is this because this was a COVID thing where people were at home more and they were starting to look at their cards more? But the value of cards started going up like crazy, right? Skyrocketed. Went nuts. And so look, what do I do? I have cards. Should I? I mean, uh, listen, I, I'm pretty sure I have a couple Sean Kemps that <laughs> are, in, are in mint condition right now. Yeah, you should see. Put them on eBay. I'm sure they're worth several thousand dollars a piece. That is, what's Sean Elliott offers. going for? What's Sean Elliott going for? Have you ever stopped to think about this, like a, a baseball card, basketball card, whatever? Like yeah. if you had let me, a Picasso, right? Okay, a, a, I get it. Like a, a human being created this magnificent work of art, and there's only one of the that particular thing. A baseball card is a picture of Mike Trout printed on cardboard. Why, why, why does it have any intrinsic value? I just don't understand it at all. I love baseball cards. I collect them. I'm into it. But when you really start thinking about why they have value, I don't get it. 
Yeah, is Raul Mondesi? Did that go up a lot? I mean, I'm El Canyon. Sure I got, I'm sure I got one of those too. <laughs> I think I was a kid. I think we got one of those along the way. Uh, the football team, Washington football team, they're going to announce a name change no, and then do identity it, change. Don't February second. I like football team. I think they should keep I it. I didn't know that this was uh, that they were. I, I thought maybe just because most of the response was really positive about the just the brand like people like the Washington football team I thought we were done with the name change I didn't know that they were that it was still going to happen that they were going to make a name change you know sometimes you could fall into something that it was not the intention but then it eventually works out and people really like it I think they're I think they're missing an opportunity here to kind of stay with what they got I want to go halfway right because I agree with you I think that they stumbled into football team Mm -hmm. just as a we can't be what we used to be called, so we're just going to dump it, and we haven't had enough time to come up with a good plan B, so we're just going to be football team for the time being. And it really is incredibly unique, and I, I really like it. I think they should keep that. What they do need to do is get rid of the color palette, right, and go to a different – because I, I'm sorry, as much as I like football team, every time I see them, I don't think football team. I think of the old name because the colors are exactly the same. The setup sure. is exactly the same. If they always, I'm just pick, if they were blue and yellow, all of a sudden, football team would feel a lot better. I'm, I'm actually, I'm okay with the whole thing. I, I really am. I, I think the they stumbled upon something that is kind of cool. It's kind of different. It's unique. You know, a lot of these other teams do the same exact thing. You're going to find some type of an animal that you're going to name it off, whatever it is, right? I think this is unique, and uh, I'm kind of disappointed they're going to are you it. Are you team animal, or are you team, like, let's get creative and let's be the heat or the kraken or the hurricane or something like that? Just find a connection to the city, right? Like, find a, find a specific connection to the city that means something, that has some type of uh, um, connection, then I'm okay with that. Okay, the Kraken, I, I thought, was awesome. Kraken's cool. I, I, I think it's good, too. But even, even like Las Vegas Aces, that's yeah, good. It works. Those are good. Yeah. But let's think about here locally. I, have you ever seen a ram walking down Sepulveda Boulevard? I haven't, I haven't seen too many of those. The Lakes, the Lakers, that's from right, Minneapolis. Minneapolis yep. The Dodgers are from New York because they were the that's trolley right. Dodgers. It's like at some point it just becomes ubiquitous to the town that you're in. The Kings well, are the only that, one that are just kind of here because they're the Kings. That's why I hate when a team leaves. Like let's use as an example, the Chargers left San Diego why didn't they just create their own identity here? Why didn't they have a different name? Why didn't they use different colors? Like they should have they should have started their own kind of thing because you were coming to a city that didn't have you. The LAOFT, the Los Angeles other football team. They could do that. They could kind of combine the two things along the way. Um a father takes his daughter to Disneyland every time her boyfriend LA breaks renters. up with her. LA renters. <laughs> Vagabonds, yeah. Make sure the check is in the mailers. That's something like that. Along something the way, like that. when you have your kids, Al, you're going to take your daughter to Disneyland when her boyfriend dumps her, because this guy does it every time. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Eh. Not a bad idea. Happiest place on earth. Hey, hang in there. Plenty of fish in the sea. You'll be fine. How do people find the pod? ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sleeva. Catch the full three hours. We are back tomorrow. And the line of the day, Ja'Cory, because that's how I do it. Love it. More of that tomorrow. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.